This is Lynn Singer coming to you from Lotus Studios in New York City with our weekly podcast based on my new book, Breaking into Brilliance. My guest today is Carol Reynolds. Give Carol your body and she will give you back your mind and the full capacity of your emotional life that is trapped, stored in the contraction of your muscles. We're investigating today the role of breath in aligning body, mind, and spirit with Carol Reynolds' Body Dynamics. Carol, I want to know when this first started in you. You're a forerunner. You were in the 60s working on body work. Nobody knew those words. Now they are synonymous with yoga. What brought you to it? What What was missing? I was introduced to bioenergetic analysis and uh, delighted to say I got to work with Al Lowen and John Paracas, um, who started the Bioenergetic Institute in 56, and it changed my life, turned my life around. You were performing. You had done a huge amount of technique right. work in ballet and all kinds of dance. Right. You were on Broadway. You were doing many, many things that were typical of people who were training as an actor, dancer, singer. Was there something in you that was knowing something was missing? Uh, instinctively, more in my body than my brain. What initially. was happening? Um, it just, the bioenergetic work brought me alive in a way, and it influenced how I taught dance because I started teaching. And I was adding things that weren't of the dance world. Like what? I incorporated those things. Oh, working with vibration changing the muscular patterns. I had a, I had a dance company in the 60s, mm-hmm. and I had a wonderful group of, of people that could do outrageous things. You know, you could watch them, and they <laughs> were doing stuff that you went, wow, is that possible? And when I brought the bioenergetic work into their technique, all of a sudden they couldn't get their chests on the ground, and they couldn't get their legs as high. But they went from being cold performers, mechanical performers, to human beings. They started to warm up, and they were engaging in a way that was inviting people in and allowing the audience to be moved to feel. When you were performing, were you aware something was missing? Were you aware that there were things in your body you couldn't do? Or or was it just a kind of serendipity that brought you to Lone and Paracas and... and, um, body and and to start your ideas about it. I will check the serendipity column. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) yes. But I think when that happens, it's like in us and we're calling it to us. Absolutely. You know. It was meant to be. Mm -hmm. You know, I I think about, um, I'm delighted that I've had all the time I did performing. Um, I'm grateful. And I saw a musical the other night and I felt nostalgic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. But that's over. That's long Mm -hmm. over. But uh, when we were teaching together, yes, at Schreiber Studio, and the students that I had in for acting and voice that were also working with you, made very seemingly subtle changes, but they were very aware of the changes that were going on, and I remember one young woman. She, she was sleeping all the time. When she wasn't at work and when she wasn't rehearsing, she said she was so aware that her body and her mind were changing, and she needed to sleep a lot. 
which I thought was really interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, very, very interesting. But it, it brings out the fullness of the performer. And not just the performers. Certainly you've worked with more than performers. You worked with um, civilians, as we call them, right? Absolutely. Actually, in the course, a lot of people were drawn to take the course that were attorneys, uh, nurses, mm -hmm. psychotherapists. Mm -hmm. um, I had a doctor. Mm -hmm. uh, I was glad that I didn't know he was a doctor initially because I bastardized anatomy. So <laughs> <laughs> I found out after the fact. So what about the breath and aligning? Well, I come from the the perspective that we're educated in a shame-based system, and mm. that uh, affects how we do everything. People aren't even aware of that impulse to please. And so if somebody comes over to someone whose breathing is shallow and says, you're not breathing, breathe, the first thing the person does is, <gasps> don't yell, I'll, I'll, you know, <laughs> and the physics, I'll breathe, I'll breathe. please don't hurt me. The physics of breathing is the exhale. And when you practice going to the bottom of the exhale, you can't help then but fill the lungs up because you create a vacuum. So it's an automatic thing that happens. Mm -hmm. And that's a practice because, of course, when you start to train people to go to the bottom of their breath, they're affecting the change that's necessary in the rib cage and the intercostal muscles mm -hmm. because how we control our emotional life and emotions are both physical and and um and emotional yes <laughs> uh we control that by not breathing you know if you have an experience in life that is uh that feels threatening the impulse is stop breathing <gasps> yeah and if you never deal with that moment intellectually, mm -hmm. consciously, mm -hmm. then <gasps> I now have a pattern of holding my body and speaking here and walking through the world, holding on mm -hmm. to the trauma, holding on to the past. And the thought that I always say there's nothing wrong with anybody in this room. Um, whatever we've been through, we've survived it. We're all here. The room is not empty. But perhaps we can look at the ways in which we're holding ourselves in the present that has nothing to do with the present. Mm -hmm. And maybe we can just start to let go and open ourselves up to other possibilities. One last question. Yep. This breath, this breath that's so crucial, I mean, of course it's crucial to me and the kind of teaching I've done. How do you work with the breath in a session? Is the breath the foremost um, concentration of the session, or is the alignment the foremost concentration? Where do you start? What do you start with when you're working with someone? So, someone, so the audience can get a taste of how you might work with them. Well, I... Uh visualize the hub of a wheel and you have all these spokes that go into that hub. Mm -hmm. And so depending on the individual, if you're talking about working individually with mm -hmm. someone as opposed to the group, group course, um, there'll be something about that individual will, that will invite me to start a particular way that I might not start with somebody else. Um, but I will always talk about what I said before about 
the the breath you want to focus on the exhale so that you create that vacuum that allows you to be inspired right. to feel and there are some simple exercises that I'll teach people that they can do sitting on the bus or subway and nobody will be the wiser as a practice to start to soften the muscles in the rib cage and the thoracic area Thank you, Kara. You're welcome. Lynn. Thank you for joining me today. You can reach Carol Reynolds and Body Dynamics at the Terry Schreiber Studio. Phone number is 212-741-0209. To everyone who's listening, I hope you've enjoyed this discussion. My new book is available on Amazon.com. Find me at lynn-singer.com and join my tribe of light-minded light bearers. Until we meet again, light, peace, and beauty be with you.